word over the last few days, and um, and so let's look at Mark seven. I have verses one through twenty three as kind of our text, and I think we're going to just go through verse thirteen tonight. Look with me at the story. If you remember, it's been a few weeks since we've been in Mark. Remember, Jesus is doing a lot of activity in these chapters. I mean, Mark records a lot going on. He's facing a lot of opposition. He's facing some contentions from Pharisees and some rulers, even some Sanhedrin doubters. Obviously, the crowd was mobbing him. And now in Mark 7, we read, I'm going to read verses 1 through 13. I'm going to stop at verse 5, and I'm going to pause, and I want you to get through some observations. And as we do, now when the Pharisees gathered with some of the scribes who had come from Jerusalem, they saw that some of his disciples, so Jesus' disciples, ate with hands that were defiled, that is, unwashed. Now, look at that sentence. So the Pharisees and all the Jews do not eat unless they wash their feet according to the tradition of the elders. And when they come from the marketplace, they do not eat unless they wash. And there are many other traditions they observe, such as the washing of cups and pots and copper vessels and donning aprons. Let me say this. Side note. Mark is written to the Gentiles in this section. Later on, we'll read to that explanation. And the Pharisees and the scribes asked him, Why do your disciples not wash, walk according to the tradition of elders? This is the Messiah speaking to the disciples. Let's read that again. Okay? So that you have the tradition of the elders. You know where this tradition came from?
Israelites could go to Israel, we know that this is the county of Israel. It's hard to steal a city with a high Jewish population. You cannot, you, you better plan on walking um, maybe to David because they don't, they don't want to guard it because they don't want to steal the city. So we would be guarding it by sneaking in. But that's not how they live. But no, no, I'm serious. This is how they do it. They do the elevator, and they stop at every door automatically in the classroom so that if you push the button to even light a fire, it still could be right in the heart of the unit, and it could be right in front of you. And they still do that today because they don't want anything to do with it. Um, okay, so that's the, the mission. So they were walking. So what, what else comes out to you? So Jesus... What's the charge for Jesus? Okay. So what did the what did the what did the Pharisees what did they do or what did they what's their problem in their heart? Okay, they're not walking in the traditions of the elders, and in the parenthesis here is by the way, there was a tradition of the elders. In case you Gentiles didn't know this, this is what we're doing. And by the way, Jesus' disciples weren't doing it. Like they were. Now let's let's get the response. Here's Jesus' response. Is this meek and mild Jesus? Actually, he's really not a sin person. He's benevolent. But he's kind of crafty. He's getting angry. He's angry. He's embarrassing. He he doesn't want them to know. And he said to them, Jesus, well did Isaiah Isaiah the prophet prophesy of you hypocrites, as it is written, this people honors me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. In vain they do worship me, teaching as doctrines the commandments of men. Their teaching things as though saying is of God, because they will not be saved. You leave the commandments of God and you hold to the tradition of men. Said to them, and here's the sarcasm you have a fine way of rejecting the commandments of God and worship me. For Moses said, Honor your father and mother, and whoever reviles father or mother must surely die. But you say, If a man tells his father or his mother, Whatever you have gained from me is Corban, that is given to God, and you no longer permit him to do anything for his father or mother, thus making void or just useless the word of God by your tradition which you have heard from the Gentiles and you think to have come from God. Now let's ask how is Isaiah questioning them and how is he what's he talking about? So what what are some questions? Or observations? There was a lot of times when they would have, they would be sitting at a meal at an open house, and like, you know, Zacchaeus say to that, you know, tax collector, yeah. <laughs> and I, and I don't know. I think, I think, from what reading through, I, I think those little things are gathering together for Jesus, even when they're multitudinous and they're saying that God didn't do that at another's house, and so they were asking, 
they're, they're missing. They're missing all these nutrients. And why are you ignoring what, okay, the Pharisees, the, the Pharisees were a low group. They were not like pastors or teachers. But they were like this club of religious people within the church that were known for being so devout and keeping the law so well. They were highly respected. And and they they were known for being the best of Hebrews the books of the law as best as best as they could and they were respected there was actually some notable pharisees that became christians but so we have we have here that that is something that we need to continue to protect what's going on that question, we start by, what was the charge that the Pharisees, I mean, that Jesus makes of the Pharisees? Because the Pharisees say, why don't you do this? Jesus speaks down to them and says, so they're hypocritical, they don't serve with no heart.
you're dishonoring the clear, blatant word of God by your tradition called organism. Does that make sense? By, by organism, it means with evil hearts, you're replacing the law for your own sake. And you're actually corrupting it, and you're actually breaking the very law that you teach. Thank you. 
says, you honor me with your love today. Thank you. 